You're listening to The New Leaf Project, sharing stories from instigators, innovators, planters and starters from across Canada. Hi, my name is Elle. And I'm Jared. And you are listening to The New Leaf Project. Thanks for tuning in and hanging out with us today. Jared and I thought we would have an episode that talks a little bit about our upcoming event. It's actually happening this week. Uh, We are super excited and we wanted to essentially go over where the idea for the conference came from, uh, some of the pieces about what we're doing, and also wanted to share that you can still come. Yes, it's not too late. You can show up at the door, although unfortunately the price will be up a little bit. It'll be $55 instead of $45, but it's going to be a great day. It's going to be an amazing day because honestly, L, this event is a dream come true for the both of us. And you and I have talked about this dream before on other episodes. And that is we are putting on a conference about women that men actually go to. And I can't believe the week has arrived this has gone from dream into reality. So, Al, tell us a little bit about how we got here. How did this happen? That's a great question. Thanks for throwing it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, probably what I would say is that um, out of the church planting, you know, we know that women are underrepresented in leadership in the church. That's not really a, a, a new statistic. But in the church plant world, we notice the same thing happening. And even in a lot of um, starters and spiritual entrepreneurs. And um, we kind of had this conversation of thinking, what what could we do? Even the denominations who do ordain women, there's still such a small percentage that are actually serving. And we know um, in that capacity. And we know that there's lots of great groups celebrating women and encouraging them and inspiring them. And we think that's great. But we felt it was really important to actually maybe imagine what it would look like if men and women could come together and wrestle this topic um, and talk about how we actually create a community of encouragement where men and women actually encourage each other. You know, we know that women are kind of, a lot of women at least, I can't say all, are starting with uh, maybe not at the same spot, not in the same place. Um, I know for myself, you know, there's been some years where it's been a little bit difficult uh, to work through some of the baggage that comes with questioning your call, wondering if there's a place for you. And uh, we obviously want to set women free to pursue everything that they sense God calling them to, whether that is um, being in senior, senior leadership in a church or doing something else. No problem. We just want to encourage you to start. Um, and we want to do the same for men. We have this belief that this picture of men and women coming together and the spirit being unleashed on, on both genders is a really beautiful picture of what the kingdom could look like. And when, you know, the New Leaf Network, we've really dug into the nuns and the duns. We've talked about those stats in past podcasts before, interviewed great people doing research on that. And we know that something's got to change here in Canada. Yeah, and I think uh, that's that's really key too. The 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 story of the nuns and duns, the story of the decline of the church in Canada, um, that's near and dear to both of our hearts. And and the truth is, and this is something uh, Carolyn Custis James has said, is that when the church is in a position like it's in, like it is in Canada, this is no time to be benching half the team. And and we need to find ways to to encourage and empower women to join this story. And the, the reality is a lot of the, the denominations that gather around the New Eve table, 
We ordain women. We've been doing it for a long time. This is something that goes right down to the roots of the Free Methodist Church in its earliest, earliest, earliest days. Um, the challenge is there still aren't a lot of women who are uh, following that call into ministry, mm-hmm. and we want to know why that is. What's going on? What are what are the what are what are the factors involved? And that's sort of what we're planning to explore that day. Mm-hmm. And Here's the coolest part. We've got some amazing voices who are going to be helping us tell that story. So, El, do you want to tell us a little bit about who we have in the lineup for Friday? Yeah, absolutely. So we have Sarah Bessie coming to uh, spend the day with us, and obviously we are thrilled to have her. Um, Sarah is an author and a speaker and uh, an incredible voice um, in this conversation. She's written a number of books, Jesus Feminist. Some people might be familiar with that one. Mm -hmm. Um, Out of Sorts, her newest book, talking about um, wrestling through faith. And uh, we're thrilled to have her come and spend the day with us. She's actually speaking twice, and uh, um, she's just a... She's just a great person. <laughs> She's been great to get to know during this process, Absolutely. too. So as wonderful as she might seem, you know, when you read her stuff, she's just as lovely in person. Let's talk a little bit about Jesus Feminist, because I think it's a really important book. Um, because the tone of the book I found so helpful as a person who wants to see uh, women uh, uh throw their hat in the ring and get involved in in leadership um the tone of this book and and the way that she writes about the 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 scope of scripture um those are all she does such an amazing job in in the jesus feminist now she's not the only author we have uh coming either we have uh mary elsie wolf mm-hmm. who's going to be joining us and she'll be actually debuting her brand new book um becoming his story and uh it is i'm really excited about this book i haven't had the chance to read it i'm excited because i know mary elsie and i really respect her as a leader um and it's in pre-release so so anybody that comes to the conference you're going to get uh early access to that book. We also have Linda Ambrose. We've had her on the podcast before, Elle, and you're really excited about her coming. Why don't you talk a little bit about uh, Linda? Yeah, and uh, yeah, absolutely. And- she is um, a professor at um, Laurentian University, and she's been a part of the history department there for a long time. She has been doing research and studies into um, church planting, or, or what would have been called back then starting a movement in the Pentecostal Church in Canada, and how um, a lot of the stories of these plants, um, these movements that were started, were often started by women. And uh, my understanding is that the POC did not start ordaining women until the 80s. So, women have been doing some incredible things. And you know what? This story is true across many different denominations. So she's got some really great stories and she's got some awesome stories of men and women partnering together to do this work in the um, late 1800s and early 1900s. So she's a great historian. She's a joy to listen to and we are just so thrilled that she is coming and uh, and sharing with us. We also have uh, Leanne and Dallas Friesen who are going to be joining us and I, I love their story. Um, they're a married couple. They uh, serve together in ministry for, well, they have been serving together in ministry for a really long time. They're in the Hamilton area. And uh, Dallas served as Leanne's 
uh, associate pastor for a long time there. And now Dallas actually uh, uh, has begun working as a denominational leader in the uh, Canadian Baptists of Ontario and Quebec, CBOQ, one of our New Leaf partners. Um, and I just love their story because they this is they practice mutual submission and it's a beautiful thing. And uh, Leanne is an amazing speaker and uh, and we just posted a blog of hers that that uh, uh, has just been blowing me out of the water. Leanne is uh, um, uh, her example and 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 representing uh, female leadership to to young people uh, has been a really powerful thing. Uh, so we also have we we've we couldn't fit everybody on the stage that we wanted there. So you and I actually uh, over the last three months have been going out and actually uh, interviewing people on video. So we're going to have some video segments uh, as part of the day as well. So if people want to join us, L, on the day of where do, where do they uh, how do they find us and how do they how do they show up? Well. As always, on our website, www.newleafnetwork.ca slash in the company of women. You can find it on the events page. I'm pretty sure it's on our first homepage. Sign up there, register, or if you can't do that, we will register you at the door. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be at the Toronto uh, Airport Sheraton Hotel um, right on, uh, I think it's Dixon Road. Um, Dixon or Dixie. I always get those screwed up when I go to... To that know. area of Toronto, I, I just I, get Toronto in general. I just usually get lost. So this is this is a shout out to the uh, administrative people, the, the the powers that be in Toronto. Uh, Jared and L would like you to space out roads that sound similar, like Dixon and Dixie, uh, to opposite ends of the city. Just if we could just move Dixon or Dixie, you pick. Honestly, you pick. I yeah, don't, we're not precious about it. They can choose. No, yeah, they no, can choose. No. No, but that would help. But mm-hmm. anyway, it's one or the other. It's mm-hmm. Dixon or Dixie, but it's it's the uh, the Sheridan Airport that's really uh, – the, the Sheraton Hotel It's really close to the airport. We've at least got that right. Yeah. We at yeah. least know that much. We really shouldn't be in charge of conferences, I think. No. Or no. announcing them. But no, maybe not. here we are, and we're, we're doing it. Nonetheless. We're doing it. <laughs> so we've got Sarah Bessie. We've got Linda Ambrose. We've got Mary Elsie Wolf. We've got Leanne and Dallas Friesen. We also have my friend, Keitha. And uh, uh, Keitha is, um, she is uh, a preacher out here in Saskatoon at Hampton Free Methodist Church. And uh, I cannot wait for you guys to meet her. She is a dynamo. And uh, and she has a lot of amazing stories to tell. She drew. She grew up in Sudbury, Ontario. She is the daughter of uh, uh, some immigrant parents that came here from Jamaica. Um, I have sat at their kitchen table many times. I have eaten salt fish and aki, and uh, I love. The Slacks. Now, Keitha is no longer a Slack. Her last name is Ogbwagu, and she married a a guy from Nigeria. I think he sent her an email and uh, uh, promised her a lot of money. And And it worked. And they got married. And it worked. It totally worked. No. No. That's not at all what happened. Um, She went on a a Free Methodist Church mission trip. Uh She met this guy, 
And uh, but she's had an amazing journey through uh, sorting out her call to ministry. And there have been a lot of men and a lot of women that are associated with it. What I love about the emerging story for the day, L, is this: that that this is not primarily, I think, seeing women uh, empowered and and sharing leadership. It's it's honestly this isn't born out of policies. All the denominations, as I mentioned uh, around the table, already have a policy about women in leadership. Right. What is going to make the biggest difference is men and women agreeing together that they're going to do the small things. They're going to do the ordinary things well. And those small things and those ordinary things are encouraging uh, the people around them to, to, to listen to the voice of the Spirit and encouraging them to say yes. And, uh, and that's... Uh, to me, that's the secret thread in all these stories mm-hmm. uh, is is the everyday encouragement. There's somebody else that's really uh, near and dear to our hearts who's going to be um, sharing the, during the day. Well, there's many more people we haven't even mentioned yet, but uh, someone we're really excited about um, someone we're really excited about uh, debuting is Amy Caswell Braden. She is near and dear to you and I for a very specific reason. And can you tell us about that reason, Al? Amy works with us at the New Leaf Network, and she yes, is she responsible does. for all things blog. She's the contributing editor of the New Leaf blog and has been doing an excellent job getting that launched. And she's going to be sharing some research that she's done. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, she wrote a book um, about the early Methodist movement in England, and uh, she 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 wanted to share the stories of, of Methodists and how they came to, to terms with uh, theology before we had a name for our, our, some of our theological distinctives. Mm. Methodists were having these experiences. And so she writes some very human uh, stories and she writes in such a beautiful way. And what, um, what I think she's going to contribute is that she has uncovered uh, how Methodist women began to experience calls to ministry as early as the 1700s. And hmm. so one of the things we want to communicate to people through Linda and and Amy is that the the idea that 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 God is calling women is not new. This has been going on since the beginning, since uh Priscilla and and Aquila, since Phoebe, since um since uh, uh Timothy's uh uh, mother and grandmother. There's there's Junia in in the New Testament. Since the earliest days of Christianity, God has been calling women. Mm-hmm. It's it was it was talked about in the through the prophet Joel. It, it was preached about by Peter, and it was lived out in the early church. And this has been a, a normal part of Christian history. Well, I'm so glad Amy and Linda are bringing to the table is is a sense that that this is a um, this is a normal, natural part of our history. We know how to empower women, and we just have to remember that. So that a lot of times when you think about women in leadership, you're thinking this might be a new thought, but this is actually a very old one. So really excited to, to have Amy. Uh, and then we have a really good friend of yours um, uh, who's going to be joining us for that last session. She's going to be introducing Sarah Bessie. Her name is Laura Lee Cockrum. And you and Laura Lee have worked on some projects together in the past. 
We have. We have. I met Laura a couple of years ago, and she's become a very dear friend of mine. She's currently the Young Parents Director with Youth Unlimited Toronto. She served as a lay minister at Kingsview Free Methodist. She's been overseas doing missions work. I mean, she's got some incredible stories to share with us of seeing um, shared leadership experienced in the kingdom. And we're also having Melinda Estabrooks, uh, another mm-hmm. uh, good friend of mine who's coming. You know, Melinda's got a really interesting, st- she's got a few really interesting stories to share about some names that most people would be familiar with and um, opportunities that she's had that were given to her because men recognize the inequality and said, you know what, we need, I, I've got some power in this situation and I'm going to share it. And mm-hmm. it's been incredibly powerful in her life and her ministry. Uh, she's currently doing a web show called See Here Love, a women's web show. Um, she's been a part of it and still is a part of a church plant uh, in, in Hamilton, in Oakville, sorry, close, Hamilton, Oakville. It's on the long, it's not no, close. not even close. It's not close. Yeah. I'm, I'm from sorry. Saskatchewan and I even know that's not close. Yeah, well, you're not like born and bred Saskatchewan. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. I still remember some Ontario. I just remember I have to like get on that 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 one road, the QE, and it goes both ways. No, anyways, clearly I'm from KW. Uh, anyways, she's coming to share some great stories. Um, you know what? I think that's one of the most exciting things for me about the conference. Obviously, I'm going to love hearing from Sarah Bessie. Thrilled, you know, that's a name, a household name, perhaps that people know and are familiar with. But mm-hmm. part of the great thing of this conference for me is hearing the stories from people who are experiencing this on the ground. um, Mm. Everyday people who are just as incredible and just as wonderful and experiencing interesting things. We've got some great video interviews, as you um, mentioned as well. We've got a packed day. We have a lot of content, but we really wanted to capture your imaginations for those who are coming. We wanted to incite something within you to recognize that, we, like you said, we know how to do this. We have been doing it for years. And it's time for us to step up and really own it in our generation and create a community of encouragement. I don't want to give all our takeaways away on the podcast. No, no, no. no. We got we to gotta save some, we gotta save some thunder for the day. We don't have a lot of secret sauce. So what we do have, we have to <laughs> save so we don't... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we have to dole it out the proper rate. But, you know, we right. We had talked about uh, in our conference planning team, I mean, there's been so many people that have been involved in planning this conference. And so we're, we're so thrilled and, and honored that people have stepped up and, and helped us along. Uh, goodness knows we need it. But uh, if we could, you know, in our conversations, we've been talking about, you know, if two years, three years down the road, we started here. I mean, hey, six months would be great, but I'm trying to be liberal with my timelines. If we started hearing people say, you know what, this happened at this event and our leadership team did this as a result and I got involved in this or I started encouraging some young women. You know, I'd always been encouraging young men in my youth group to go into ministry, but I, you know, after that conference, I started recognizing the gifts and talents and abilities and some of the young women or, or, you know, whatever, a plethora of different stories. If people could say that somehow this event sparked something in them, the Holy Spirit spoke to them, they were healed or set free from something, they were moving forward, that would be the most incredible takeaway for me. Um, that mm-hmm. because that's our hope. You know, everything we do with the New Leaf Network, this podcast, everything, it's to encourage, equip, and inspire. And when we're actually doing that, it's it's incredible. Because uh, Jared and I could sit and listen to ourselves uh, talk uh, for with we don't even need a recording. I mean, we do it all the time on our 
our meetings uh, for, for the New Leaf Network. We record and we do these podcasts because we want people to hear the stories of others who are doing the work and be encouraged and inspired. And to be honest, it's kind of what we're going to do at the conference. Hear the stories of other people, be encouraged, be inspired, and take that all and step out in your own context, whatever that looks like. So Elle, we're doing the conference on a weird day. Uh, we're doing the conference on the Friday of the Victoria Day weekend. May we, want, we wanted to gauge people's commitment. That's really what it is. It's just we a, wanted to make it as hard as yep. possible for people to be there, didn't we? Yep. Yeah, that's so, how we go. So registration starts at 8.30 in the morning on May 19th, Friday, May 19th, 8.30 in the morning. The conference goes until 5 p.m. Normal people first off, would not put their conference on the May 2-4 long weekend. Normal people would not start the conference Friday morning. They would start it at Friday night, and it would run into the Saturday, and you'd be done Saturday night. So why in the blazes are we running our conference at such a weird time? What's going on? What's the special event that we are taking part of? The weekend of the long weekend, uh, the Free Methodist Church in Canada is having their general conference, yes. which happens every three years. And Sarah just so happens to be also speaking at the general conference on Friday that night. That is right. And because... And we're really excited about that because we get to hear Sarah talk about her two books. She's going to be focused on Jesus Feminist when she's with us during the pre-conference and then... Friday night, she's going to be talking about her book, Out of Sorts, which is a, an exploration of leaving the church and then returning to it. And, th and that's something that's really important um, uh, for Canadian churches to begin to look at, um, is, is, is that, you know, uh, two out of every three young people, according to the Hemorrhaging Faith uh, study that came out in 2011, Two out of every three young people who regularly attend church, evangelical young people, uh, no longer go to church in their adult years. Um, that is an, an incredible statistic. Sarah actually lived that. She, hmm. When she got married to her husband, she, she moved down south. Uh, they were part of a very large church down there, and she became deeply disillusioned, which is a, a pretty common story. And then she tells a story about how she got back into the church. And so I'm, I'm excited about the contribution Sarah's going to make during our pre-conference, but also during the general conference at night. Um, so if you're ever wondering to yourself, why in heaven's name would Jared and Elle schedule a conference to be between 8.30 and 5 p.m. on a Friday of the May long weekend? The answer is because free Methodists meet every three years on the May long weekend. Why do we choose the May long weekend? Because free Methodists believe in lay leadership and we don't want to have our lay leaders having to take all of this time off work to join us. So that's kind of why that happens. And, and because uh, usually the weather's not great on the May 2-4 long weekend. It so. is. It is kind of cruddy some years. I mean, I used to go camping every May 2-4 and finally it snowed. And I said to myself, self, that's the end of yeah. that. This is crazy town. Yeah. What am I doing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. we would love for you to come to the event. And if you can't make it, 
we are recording them. So we're going to be able to share these talks with you um, afterwards. So thanks so much for the great support we have already. We're really looking forward to the event. And Jared has something else he'd really love to say. I can sense it over the airwaves. You can sense it. Can you? Yep. Uh, One other thing I just wanted to say before we close up shop here is that if you're listening to the podcast and you're not in the Toronto area and you're thinking, boy, oh boy, this sounds like a really good time and I wish I could be a part of it. Let us know because in 2018, we are at the beginning stages. Now, something could go completely haywire, but if things don't go haywire, uh, 2018 looks like we may actually take some of this show on the road. So there have been people who have uh, uh, shouted at us on Facebook and said, hey, I live in Saskatoon. Why can't we do that here? And uh, uh, that's a good question. We, we actually can do it in Saskatoon. And so we're going to try. And there have been people uh, in the Vancouver area who have said, hey, we'd like to have this conversation here too. So we're going to see, we're going to explore those possibilities. So if you are a podcast listener, you're not in the Toronto area, you can't come. And, but you, you think that this would be a valuable conversation in your town with your folks. Uh, let us know. And maybe who knows, we might be able to get um, a 2018 date for in the company of women happening in a town near you. But the way we know that L is when they communicate with us because you and I are not omniscient, omnipotent. We're barely niscient or potent. It's true. I mean, I wish sometimes I was, but more niscient yeah. or more potent. Mm, I'd take either one. Ah, uh, so would I. Mm. I would I would be quasi niscient mm. if I could be, mm. but since I'm not, mm. I'll just. Uh, I think I need to stop talking right now, and this you should usually, shut this down. This is where it goes to pot, and then that's okay. Yeah, our listeners. Yeah. We start out strong, and then it, yep. it's usually a whimper at the end. So, Al, take us out with a bang here. Well, you know what? Right before we go, I feel like it might be a nice time to thank our amazing podcast editor, Jim. Jim. Yes. Jim is a wonderful man. Mm-hmm. You hear what Jim has to put up. If you think the final cut is bad, can you only imagine what he had to edit out? I know. So thank you to Jim for all of his hard editing work. He's a very skilled audio technician and a man full of grace and patience to deal with us. So thank you, Jim, for all of your editing of without the podcast would not be. Jim also, uh, he has his own company. It's called sparkistry.com. And uh, if you're looking for an audio editor, a video editor, Jim is one of those kinds of people. So check him out. He's on sparkistry.com. And we are grateful to Jim. Jim has been working in the background of our lives for just over a year now as we've been putting together the New Leaf Project. We're grateful to Jim and we just wanted to give him a shout out and let you guys know that there are a lot of people that really help um, Elle and I succeed and we're grateful to each and every one of them. And Jim is one of our favorites. So thanks, Jim. And don't edit this ending out too much uh, out of some false sense of humility. We like you a lot, dude. Thanks so much for tuning in and hanging out with us today. As always, you can check us out on the webs 
www.newleafnetwork.ca. We've got lots of blog content, thanks to our great blog editor um, and all of the wonderful people that have been writing lots of great stories and conversations happening there. Check us out on Facebook. Always a great way to connect. And we would love to see you at uh, this event. But if you can't make it, stay tuned. There will be um, some audio and hopefully video coming your way. So thanks, friends. Have a wonderful day, and we shall see you again soon. Thanks for listening to the New Leaf Podcast. You can find us on the web at newleafnetwork.ca or head on over to our Facebook page, New Leaf Network. We have events, workshops, and conversations happening all the time. We would love if you could join us as we share the stories of planters and starters all across Canada.